0: We're here today in the recording studio with Reverend Noah preparing to record his second solo album. Reverend Nob, if I could have a moment of your valuable time, if you could just tell the kids how you're going to come out here with one of your zany monologues and, and give it all you've got and, and really ball the jack. Reverend Nob, tell them how you're going to just ball the jack. Reverend Nob, Reverend Nob, come over here, by the mic, Reverend Nob, over here, by the microphone, Reverend Nob. Tell them how you're going to ball the jack. Uh-uh. Reverend Nob, what, what? Come over here. You, you, this, this isn't like you. This isn't seemly at all. Come, you, you're recording a second solo album. You're Earth's greatest rocker. Come here and tell the kids you're going to ball the jack. I, I I, don't want to ball the jack, Cousin Skip. I don't want to ball the jack. I just don't. Reverend Norm, you've got to ball the jack. You're Earth's greatest rocker. Come over here. Tell the kids right now you're going to ball the jack. You have to ball the jack. You are Earth's greatest rocker. Ball the jack. Skip, I... I just can't ball the jack. Uh, On my last solo record, I I was balling the jack, Skip. I was balling the jack, and and things got out of hand, and words were said in anger, Skip. Skip, I've got the devil in me. Be that as it may, Reverend Norm, it, it, it it is your sworn duty to ball the jack. Now you come over here, you tell the kids with one of your zany monologues, your zany monologues, how you're going to ball the jack. Skip, uh, I, I'm going to have to put my foot down. I will not ball the jack. I will not ball the jack. You've got to ball the jack! I, I, I will not ball the jack, Skip. There will be no balling of the jack. I don't even know what it means, but I'm not doing it. It's going to cause me to just lose control and, and, and do the devil's work. I, Skip, no, absolutely not. There will be no balling of the jack. Nope, no, nothing you say, nothing you say, Cousin Skip, can make me ball the jack. <laughs> Oh my goodness! The smell of brimstone fills the air. Who is this interloper? Reverend Norb. It is I, Satan, Satan, Satan. Well, hey Satan, how you doing? How's the job at Go Kart treating you? Fine, thank you. But I wish to tell you about not balling the jack, Reverend Norb. You need to do the devil's work. You need to ball the jack. Darn it, Satan. I just won't do it. I won't ball the jack. I simply will not ball the jack for you or any man or beast or demon known to mankind. I, I shan't do it. I shan't ball the jack. Oh, but, Reverend Nob, you must bring the ancient evil to the world that is the Huckleberry. Satan, no! I shan't! I shan't bring the ancient evil that is the Hucklebuck to the world! I shall not do it! I'm putting my foot down! There will be no balling the jack! There will be certainly no Hucklebuck! I, I am a moral man! I... I... No! No bawling the jack! No Hucklebuck, Satan! I'm sorry! That's it! Case closed! Oh, but, Norb, remember, good girls like bad boys! Yeah, okay, um, that, that, that's true, that's the point Yeah. Um, well, well, wait a minute, but, uh... Who do the bad girls like? Reverend, no, bad girls like bad boys too. Oh well, in that case.
1: You're listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there Reverend Norb from Green Bay, Wisconsin with his solo album and two tracks from his solo album, Satan Sounds Like Zodiac Mind Warp and The Hucklebuck. Two songs from Reverend Norb's solo album, Earth's Greatest Rocker, Reverend Norb. Today on the Nordwater Human Serviette Radio Show, an interview with the McCrackens from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And speaking of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and Surrey, British Columbia, Canada, I would like to play some cassettes for you. Listeners of the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show and non-listeners of the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show. A couple weeks ago, I brought in my 8-track player and I hooked it up and we played some 8-tracks. Some actual 8-tracks from my collection because we don't have an 8-track player at CITR. We used to have a cart machine, but we never never had an 8-track player. So I brought a whole bunch of 8-tracks and we played them. Interesting enough... In the past couple of weeks, the cassette player here at CITR has broken, but Luke Meat, the music director, has jury-rigged the cassette deck so we can play some cassettes. kind of interesting how having to bring in an eight-track player, almost having to bring in a cassette track, cassette, whatever, cassette player. So things are really hard to play some of the ancient formats of CITR, but thanks to Luke, we've got a cassette deck all hooked up. And that means you, dear listeners, before we get to the McCrackens, will be able to hear... The Abortions on Toast. Yes, The Abortions on Toast from Surrey, British Columbia, Canada, and their cassette, Music to Eat Light Bulbs by The Abortions on Toast, and they featured Eric from the band Strain. And Eric from the band Strain also was the host of the radio show Flex Your Head for many years. And he taught me so much about hardcore. In fact, the first time I heard Minor Threat was at CITR when Eric from Flex Your Head and Jinx from Brand New Unit came into CITR and said, Hey, Nardware, we're starting a show called Flex Your Head, named after that album, Flex Your Head. You know, Minor Threat, we're on that album. I'm like, what's Minor Threat? He exposed me to... Minor threat. But interestingly enough, all I knew at that time was the Dayglo Abortions. This is not the Dagle Abortions. This is the Abortions on Toast, which was Eric's band. Eric played bass, to the best of my knowledge, in this band, Abortions on Toast. So I brought out their cassette probably from, like, 84 or 85, and we're going to hear a couple songs, and please tune out if you're easily offended because Abortions on Toast will deliver that. We're going to hear Baby Bonfire and Buttfuck by Abortions on Toast from Surrey, British Columbia, Canada, from their self-titled cassette, well, not self-titled, Music to Eat Light Bulbs" by Abortions on Toast. Baby bonfire, buttfuck, and on the tape it is labeled 100% heavy mental. Abortions on toast. Some early Vancouver hardcore from 84. Abortions on Toast from Surrey, British Columbia, Canada with Buttfuck. And before that, the Abortions on Toast from Surrey, British Columbia, Canada, circa 1984, 1985 or so, maybe 1986, baby bonfire. The Abortions on Toast. All I knew about was the Daigle abortions. I never even knew about Abortions on Toast till years later. Thank you, Eric, from Flex Your Head, for telling me about Abortions on Toast and for playing bass in Abortions on Toast and telling me about Minor Threat as well. Right now, here is another cassette that we are going to play, and this particular cassette is called Undergrowth 1984, and it was put out by Collectors RPM, a great record store in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. There were a couple cassettes that came out, Undergrowth 84 and Undergrowth 85, and this is from Undergrowth 84, and right now we're going to play Slow, the legendary band Slow from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. They had the I Broke the Circle 7-inch they had the against the glass ep so they had a 7 inch they had a 12 inch they had something on a zulu records christmas card did something on a flexi disc and they had one other recording that's been documented it's this one and it's never been released before except on this cassette it is Slow. So here's Slow from the Undergrowth 84 as I go over to cassette deck right there and I pop open the cassette Oh, we have to stop the... Oh, oh boy. Okay, Th- thankfully, the Abortions on Toast popped out the little tabs at the top so I didn't record over them. Here, I'm putting the cassette in for Slow and this is, again, from Undergrowth 1984. This is unreleased in any other format except cassette from Slow. Slow barely recorded anything, but this is one of the tracks and this particular track is called The Night Before. This is probably the first thing they ever put down to cassette. This is Slow from Undergrowth 84 on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. The night before, from the Undergrowth 1984 cassette on the Nardwuar Human Serviette radio show, the Undergrowth 1984 cassette also contained tracks by the Bill of Rights, No Means No, Death Sentence, Sudden Impact, House of Commons, Culture Shock, Skinny Puppy, Soldiers of Sport, Celebrity Drunks, Spores, A Natural Silence, Clay Pigeon, and the Unknown Fibers. That's Undergrowth 1984. Play that on cassette it was a cassette compilation going through all these hardcore cassettes that I have, and I found another cassette that I would really like to find out what sounds like. Well, I do kind of remember what it sounds like, but I really don't have too much information to go upon, except that Luke Mead, again, back to Luke Mead, the music director of CITR, who I mention on every single Nardware to Human Serviette radio show, and who loves WKRP, and Luke would probably like that I mention WKRP every single time on a Nardware to Human Serviette radio show, and he was actually quite shocked that the guy from Foxy autopsy eric did not know anything about wkrp even though he's from cincinnati this particular band the fits believe it or not a member of the fits dated somebody that and just remain nameless that luke the music director of citr once knew so we have in the Fits steve jim ziggy and brad and i'm guessing that jim is jim sigmund and ziggy is ziggy sigmund jim from death sentence and ziggy who went on to slow this is the fits from vancouver british columbia canada And this was recorded at Aragon Sound in January of 1985. Aragon Sound was a great, great studio in Vancouver that lasted till about that time and had been around since the 1960s and captured many great classic Canadian garage rock records out of Vancouver from the 1960s. And in 85, it was still happening. And interesting to note that the Fitz recorded there and released this cassette. Fits screaming. We're going to hear the song Die High. You got this dust and it ain't got to last. Life's going too fast. One day it's past. Die high. Die high. Die why? The Fitz from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada on the Nardwar The Human Serviette radio show cassette kind of edition here. And then an interview with the McCrackens. Here's the 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 fits.
2: get you some
1: Still listening to CITR FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the to Human Serviette radio show. You just heard right there, It's All Meat from Toronto, 1970, with their song, Astrology. Before that... The Fall, with a cover of Wanda Jackson's Funnel of Love. And before that, from 1984, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, The Fits. With their track recorded at Aragon Sound in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, played via cassette, Die High. Coming up, an interview with the McCrackens, who have quite a history at CITR. In fact, so much so that they recently released via a Finnish record label a recording that they did on live from Thunderbird Radio Hell, which still happens every Thursday night between 9 and 11 p.m. on CITR, where live bands play. They released recording that they did on live from Thunderbird Radio Hell from 1985. The McCrackens released on a Finnish record label. CITR gets some props in Finland and we're going to hear the track 1-90-5437 by the McCrackens and maybe a couple other McCrackens live tracks these are recorded in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada in 1995 and then an interview with the McCrackens who are playing tomorrow night in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada at the Media Club here's the
2: McCrackens <coughs> We screwed that one up, didn't that we, Philly? That was awesome.
3: That was fun. <laughs> Tell them about the next song. Philly? What, what is the next song, Philly? The, the number song. Oh, this is our good song. This is our, I think it's a single on our CD, and it's got a video coming with it pretty soon, too. It's about phone sex. It's kind of, it's not anti-phone sex, but it's not. I was broken down. Whenever this... your turns, you crank. Okay, okay.
4: It's all long you since I've heard from you I kinda lost touch, it's something better to do Then my little brother Phil gave me a magazine With some numbers in the back, and like a queen I try to pretend, I try to sit you I picked up the phone, she's trying to make it anywhere I like your eyes, i like your watch, i the day. I do that with you, baby, I do right away drop, 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 drop the I'm fully addicted and I can't ignore I've a copier since I've a Baby, 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 what's this time? How else? Said my home is One-nine-hundred-five-four-three-seven My baby lives in a traded haven One-nine-hundred-five-four-three-seven She's my favorite I was feeling kind of weak I opened up my phone bill and I started to freak I 5 a ticket number staring right back at me My vision was like blurry, I felt back in my seat Nothing now the power's in my hand Having my picture, nine seven six 7 6 land I was perfectly on the end My problems went away, it started my friends' let's talk Come on, I'm fully addicted and no. I can't ignore. Cause the dial pulses on the touchtone no. phone. Baby, 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 wants to touch huh? up high. Oh, said my home is one nine hundred five five two seven. My baby lives in exalted heaven. One nine hundred five five two seven. She's my favorite. She's the one for me. The DJ yeah, I can't sleep. She's my daily thing I can't get enough of it one 9 hundred five 7 Baby, listen, they're straight in heaven one 9 hundred five 7 She's my favorite Oh, yeah
2: It's a stupid fucking idiot. Hit a Spot.
4: You're a stupid fucking idiot. Idiot, a sick of it. Stupid fucking idiot. Idiot, a sick of it. All you ever wanted was a ring through your head. What you did is what they say, baby. you in a little girl. Like I'd be inside a I like a better on a What you do about it tell me you'd be in love with a girl. When the day comes. When the race is won, like you lose your head Remember what I said You're a stupid fucking idiot Radio town sick of it Stupid fucking idiot Radio town sick of it When we're out of your homes Kick you in our place Try to run stupid fucking idiot Put you in your place Try to be forgiven Try to never know what else so, I'll figure out for yourself, the brain side of the box, I like a burger and soup. Yeah, that's it, and that's how you keep it up with yourself when the day is done. When the race is won when you lose your head. Remember what I said, you what I said, if I can't hit you, then you'll just sit Idiot, idiot, I'm sick of it When you're all alone, yeah, it took you in the face Like a racist, a fucking idiot Took you in your place I wanna know, why you're so stupid I wanna know, why you're so When you're out in the home, kiss you in the face Cause you're a stupid fucking idiot, kiss you in your face, I am
1: you're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. We just heard a whole bunch of McCrackens. The McCrackens, live from Thunderbird Radio Hell. And speaking of live guests in studio and whatnot, playing from 1995 all the way to the year 2010. Hello, are you there, guests? Hello. Hey, Nardwar. Hey, Nardwar. Maybe move just a a bit closer, Bill, if you could there to the mic. Check, check. Check, check. check. Check, check, check. Well, I guess we should begin. Let's just clarify right off the bat here. Who are you? I'm Bill
3: McCracken, and I'm singer and guitar player for the McCrackens, and Bill, and I'm an egg.
1: And Bill, who do you have beside you? Uh,
3: Mr. Spot McCracken.
1: Hello. And you are Spot McCracken.
5: He's a... A.K.A. Finnegan.
1: (laughs) And who is missing from the McCrackens right now? And could you describe to the listeners what you look like? Because oftentimes, people come out to a radio station, and they don't always take it to the nth end, but you guys always do. You've brought a whole bunch of CDs, some vinyl, and also, you're dressed as you should be dressed but maybe could you explain to the people that if they saw you right now what they would see
3: uh we're two eggs and a dog but in the studio we're one egg and a dog our bass player phil aka philip he's in saskatoon right now jumping on a flight to make it to the show tomorrow
1: and the show tomorrow is in vancouver british columbia canada at the media club it is
3: it is first show local show in five years
1: McCracken's, how have the clothing changed over the years? How is your clothing? I'm not saying costumes, but I'm saying clothing. How has the clothing changed over the years? Spot, could you elaborate? Tom Harrison summed it up. <laughs> Maintain? How has the clothing changed over the years? Like, since when? Well, like... (laughs) Since the 80s? uh, Well, I guess... Well, well, not that far back yet. But I guess what I was wondering, how has it changed? Like, for describing how you look, how do you describe how you look to the people out there? Because there's paint involved, isn't there? We
3: used to wear painter suits. Yeah, we used to wear Canadian Tire painter suits, but now we wear these... Custom... Cotton boiler
5: suits per se
1: And how would you describe the painter suit they had this interesting <laughs> sort of thing that went around them like it was like a hula hoop or something what was that
5: uh. Oh the the, ho- the the hockey uh the, the make, hockey pads.
1: You looked really big in them. Oh, yeah. Like we, they had, weren't dis- we had
5: fat. We've lost a bit of weight over the years.
1: I love that thing yeah. that you had. Was it like a hula hoop? What was that? <laughs> How did you create that?
5: It was an 1800s uh, hoop skirt underneath <laughs> it.
1: Because unlike a lot of bands, you've actually got smaller. Like yeah. a lot of bands, their pant size gets bigger, but yeah. your pant size has got smaller we've been, McCrackens. We've been working out. I, yeah. I do love your clothing, and I do love the idea that you guys are still going here. Because when did the McCrackens start? Uh, ninety four. 1994.
3: Yeah, or... Like some vinyl and stuff, yeah, started coming out in So 16
1: years later, you're still rocking, you're still bringing out stuff, even put me on the cover of one of your records. (laughs) Like That's how desperate you you must be to put me on the cover of one of your records. Thank you. And my face takes, is my face the biggest thing on this record? It's the
5: featured (laughs) item. We're trying to to leech off your popularity.
1: (laughs) This is the Live from Thunderbird Radio Hell CD recorded at CITR in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. the The last time we saw you. 1995. Yes. <laughs> I'm on the cover of your record. I do love you guys so much, and I love that you always wear in the great clothes. You always have the vinyl. You always have the CDs. You always have the neat sort of gimmicks. I love it so much that, like, look right now, look what I'm still wearing. Oh, <laughs> well, old school. Oh, exclaim! To exclaim! <laughs> if you could exclaim, not that's, explain. That's but Tommy ex- from Gob. Yeah, if you could explain, <laughs> please to the listeners, what am I wearing here right He's now? He's wearing one of the
3: first uh, hand-screened shirts we made back back in, like, that one's from 94, uh, f- to promote our first album. And that's when we had the Chicken Drummer, which little Tommy from Gob, now some 41, now rock
1: star. And we do have a caller, even though we have not given out the phone number at all. This is always interesting. Hello, caller, are you there?
0: Hello there, Nardwar. Go, up. Up.
1: <laughs> Go ahead to the McCrackens. Phil. It's Phil McCracken.
0: How are you doing?
1: Good. I'm just saying thank you so much for all the gifts. The rest of the guys have brought down all these CDs and vinyl, and I was just showing them my T-shirt, the T-shirt what's that I'm wearing, the T-shirt that I'm wearing from 1995 I, to I What Came First. I can't believe you have one. You it. Know I don't what even came have one. First yeah, <laughs> What Came First. Please verify that if you could, Bill. Could you please yeah, tell Phil? Yeah, that's the original f- screened
3: ones, Philly, oh, oh. we did.
1: Now, oh. Phil, you've just phoned in to talk to your bandmates because you are in Saskatoon right now? I am. You were so devoted. Actually, I said the word demoted. (laughs) Now, have you been demoted? I think that's what it is. Have you been demoted in the McCrackens all these years?
0: I've been very demoted. (laughs) I'm in Saskatoon. What more can you say? Because it used to be you
1: you led the promo charge, didn't you? You were always into doing the promo charge, getting out there. Now you're in Saskatoon. He's
3: working his way across Canada.
1: Yeah. He's promoing
5: across the prairies.
1: (laughs) Phil, the McCrackens have been described as the kings of bubblegum punk. Why is that, Phil? Why is that?
0: Because we're so sugary sweet.
1: Who actually coined that? The kings of bubblegum punk? It's actually bubble punk, isn't it? No, I thought bubblegum punk, wasn't it?
5: We have a song called bubble punk. (laughs)
1: You do? Okay. Well, I, I, that's not surprising that you have a song called that, because you've covered everything, McCrackens. Is it true? 250 songs released by over 60 record labels as 70 separate CD, EP, and LPs. Correct. That's incredible. 7-inch and compilation releases. John
5: Davidson. We lay claim to the most prolific band in Canadian no Vancouver history. <laughs>
1: 250 songs.
5: Actually, <laughs> it's I lo- more with a new album, I think.
1: I love that you list the songs. Like, not the albums, but the number of songs. Okay. The number of 250 songs. And has it been Phil on the Nordwater Human Serviette Radio Show calling in, talking to your bandmates, Bill and Spot from the McCrackens... Is it true that some people don't believe you've written that many songs? Like, what about SOCAN? Do they believe you've written that many songs? Have you had any trouble with that at all, convincing SOCAN, the Performing Rights Organization <laughs> in Canada, that you've actually written that many songs? Well,
0: they had to hire somebody to keep filling out the forms for us, so they must believe it.
1: Because it's online now for filling them out. Bill, yeah. have you dealt with that at uh, all? Oh, yeah. I've yeah. Not... read
3: most of the songs, I've, so I've registered them. They've never said anything, so...
1: What's the most the SOCAN check has been in one month? Uh,
3: one month? $12? Well, it's it's three, four times a year. I got a couple of good ones. You did
1: get some good yeah. ones with the 250 or, songs.
3: You know, yeah, but I think only about four of those songs have ever made any money.
1: <laughs> what were the songs that made money in well, case people want to go the, out there and buy them and then get one more was, money?
3: Uh, I'll Be Your Clown off the stupid album that was put out by Lance Rock. And uh, we were in a, actually in a movie called Downhill Willie, and they used a song. And we were, we were in the movie making a cameo. It's in the states. It's called ski Ski hard. hard. Yeah two different it was on Super Channel and all that stuff it's
5: still starring George Costanzo's mom
1: (laughs) yeah actually I did see the listing of that movie and I looked at the credits and one of the dudes went on to Hannah Montana Miley Cyrus so you were early on the Miley Cyrus band I guess anything to do with Miley Cyrus makes money so Ski Hard it's called in Canada
3: (laughs) and Downhill Willie in the States wasn't there a guy from America and you're actually
1: playing in the movie we were
3: in the bar scene we were the band
1: and I think there's some clips on YouTube now if people want to run to the YouTube they can check it out Ski Hard and McCracken's And you're playing quite a bit. I like Downhill Willie better. I like Ski Hard. (laughs) (laughs) And you're actually playing in the gig, too. Like, you're actually playing at this gig. It isn't just, like, miming. You're actually playing. It was miming. Okay. I thought you were were actually playing Now I really wanted it to be that way. Spot, what is the most productive year of the McCrackens? What's been your most productive year? In other words, 250 songs you guys have released by over 60 different record labels as 70 separate CD, EP, LPs, and 7-inch compilation releases. <laughs> what's been your most productive what was the most productive year
5: i think probably 95 or 96 right when we started yeah, yeah. we had like three albums last couple years have been yeah we've actually since too. we sort of got back into the fold again we've actually put out a lot of stuff in uh, the last couple of years but yeah i think 95 we put out three full lengths and a couple no, so like just an seven inches so yeah right. some seven inches We were actually, uh, like, I remember reviewers going, another McCracken's release? Like, they just kept on going, like, why do these guys keep
3: putting out stuff? I think they said in Flipside, we were, like, one of the only bands that ever had reviews in, like, every issue for almost a year or something (laughs) like that.
1: (laughs) I think that's awesome that it happened that way. Now, was it really you, though? Because I've heard Phil. Are you there still, Phil? Yes, I am. Phil of the McCrackens, I've heard that an unnamed Vancouver band, I don't want to give their name away, were required to give a song for a compilation, but they just couldn't get about to doing that song for a compilation, so somebody else put their name to a song and then gave it to them, and then they gave that song saying it was their band. In other words, you didn't really write the song, you didn't really perform the song, you just said you could use our name and it ended up on a release. Is anybody? us? Nice. No, I'm saying oh. an unnamed band, not you. oh. oh. No. I've never heard of that. No, I know what no, I guess what I'm wondering is, as have you ever had to do that? Like in other words, they're no. in this stu- no, okay. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> like you're in the studio, the deadline is there, you haven't finished a song, and you just say to the guy from the record label, look, just record something and that'll be the thirteenth <laughs> track. That's basically what I was trying to say. You never been that desperate?
5: No. No, we just always <laughs> they had flow like out. water.
1: <laughs> what is the hardest time you've had writing a song if you've done two hundred and fifty songs on 60 different record labels on 70 <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> separate CD, EP, and LPs, McCracken's. Bill wrote every song for Exit over a weekend. Okay, but that's a couple of days. But you did it. Like, you actually did no, it. No, but did he actually wrote, what he wrote the three
5: song. Like, he wrote all the songs over three days. And then we recorded the album, I don't know, a couple months later.
1: I guess, what's wrong with me? I should realize that that's quite difficult write all of them <laughs> in three days. But I guess I'm used to Iron Composer. You've heard of Iron Composer, haven't you? They no. have that in Seattle, I think. It's like Iron Chef, except it's called Iron oh. Composer. And I know that Jello Biafra went up against Wayne Kramer and won Iron Composer. Like They just put you down <laughs> and I you have to write a that. song in one hour. Like That's what I guess I was wondering. What's the quickest you've written a song? With lyrics and all. Uh, I don't know. Have you done five minutes? Hour? You haven't done five uh, minutes? Even I, the, the you wrote maybe. that song
5: in just two minutes flat? Yeah, maybe two minutes. I don't know. <laughs> you lost the words.
1: <laughs> and we're speaking here to the McCrackens from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, who have some new product out as well. You have some new product out. It isn't all about the past, is it?
3: No, no. We, uh, I think so, these are the last few albums in Exit, I think you guys played it on your show. That came out in 2008. And Bad Out of Shell, 2006. So we've been putting out stuff every couple of years. Joker is 2007. Yeah, a bunch of, bunch of new vinyl just came out this year, and seven inches and stuff.
1: Devoted to the craft, the McCrackens are. In here, live in the studio, as, and uh... phoning in as well, Phil McCracken. And Phil McCracken, according to Drop D Magazine, the McCrackens <laughs> are always around, aggressively promoting themselves. So I thought I'd finally see them at Music West. Yeah. <laughs> the McCrackens are always around aggressively promoting themselves. But I'm saying that definitely paid yeah. off. Is that how you this, got on so many record our, labels? This is our motto. Yeah. Is what? that a, is that how you got hello or either should we dump Phil? Is Phil <laughs> I think totally... he might be sleeping. Uh, are you okay, Phil? Do you need to catch a plane?
5: I'm catching
0: a
1: plane soon, yeah. Well thank I'm you for okay though. You're okay, okay. We don't need I'm to dump okay. you. Okay, that's good. No, I, that's what well, i was to go back to work because phil <laughs> in a lot of videos you're seen aggressively promoting yourself aren't you like you bạchrakens were out there weren't you like that is that how you got on so many record labels we we, no, form- we did send
3: out a million people as we could demos and stuff.
1: Oh, you know what occurred to me? This is terrible. Here's Phil, been phoning in, and Spot and Bill have not been able to hear a word you said because they're not <laughs> wearing the headphones. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. That is totally my fault. I can kind
3: of okay. hear. I can sort
1: of hear. So I guess you better say goodbye soon, because since we don't have enough headphones, we're going to have to exterminate you right now. <laughs> well,
0: that's okay. i gotta go. I got to go maintain the hen hut here in Saskatoon, so...
5: How fun there, Nardware, and take care. Well,
1: thank you very much for putting in, but I will ask you lastly, though, Phil, how did you get on so many record labels? Like, did the promotion ever backfire for you guys?
0: No. We, it it just kind of snowballed, right? We put out, we sent out a bunch of tapes, and then one label liked it and said, hey, you should check out this to another label, and it just kept going. Like dominoes, you know? You knock over one, and they all just start falling, right?
3: Yeah, we never had a problem getting on labels. It's kind of weird, but a lot of bands never get on one and we've been on tons
1: well thanks so much Phil for phoning in congratulations six years of plus ten make sixteen <laughs> and thanks so much and do 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 and you're still listening to the Nardwar the Human Serviette radio show and we're live here with the McCrackens the McCrackens oh yeah oh Boy. Now, I thought I would go down memory lane for you guys, you McCrackensies, you McCrackens. Here we have a clip that I think exemplifies what really the McCrackens are all about. Shall we listen to it? Sure. This yeah. is a clip of an interview I did with Jay. Jay. Retard. Jay. Retard. No means no. Also, perform as the Hanson Brothers.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, the uh, the hockey, pop-punk hockey band.
1: So you got to book a tour with the Hanson Brothers and Jay Retard, and if Steve shotkin can come out and perform with both bands. And only if we can get the McCrackens to open up, then it'll just be a big party. that incredible, McCrackens from Vancouver. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for remembering them. Yeah. Chicken and the Egg, they're incredible, pop-punk. Well, and a dog at one point. Where did you see the t- McCrackens? In Europe? They're huge in Europe. I'd never seen them. I ordered their records out of Maxim Rock and Roll, $3 postage paid. And did you know that eventually you would end up on the cover of Maximum Rock and Roll? You buy enough records out of these ads in here and they put you on the cover. Thank you for supporting the McCrackens. Yeah. Jay Riotard. <laughs> Don't you love his response? And rest in peace, Jay Riotard, as well. But I love that response. At the end. You supported the McCrackens. You supported the McCrackens. <laughs> That was Jay Riotard's last comment on the McCrackens. And rest in peace, Jay Riotard. But that was amazing because Jay Riotard just brought that up. Like I didn't say, Do you remember the McCrackens? I should have, because I forgot that you were in every single issue of Maxim Rock and Roll, weren't you? Your records were getting reviewed. And at that point, Maxim Rock and Roll, I think it actually used to say in the reviews, like five dollars post paid, didn't it? On yeah, the actual I think so, review. Yeah. You didn't have to take an ad. You could just put like five dollars available too. But I think it had the address. And since there. I guess you were in there every month, somebody like, and would see it and eventually like, damn, I should <laughs> order this sort of thing. Did you ever have any contact with Jay Reattard? Did you have any idea? Not that we know of, no. I thought that was just totally cool. Just like yeah, Out of the blue, like... I was talking about Canadian stuff. I was like, McCrackens, McCrackens. Has that come back in any other way to haunt you? Any other people that grew up with the McCrackens that kept on reading your reviews over and over again? I guess Jay Reattard is the ultimate. Like, I just could not believe it.
5: Uh, uh, not that I can think of. But... No. Nah. Not that I can think of. How about Wolver- We're so, we're
3: sort of like in our our own little world. We're we're not part of any scene or anything, so we don't know what's going on.
1: But you can't <laughs> deny with the seven inch you've just showed me, we like to make records. And you even look, took a photo that was from a poison idea record. That's right. And we ripped it off. You so they're <laughs> Did you rec- rip off a Poison Idea that's record? That's the cover. That's the cover. Yeah. <laughs> so you, that's record,
3: like, p- Record collectors are pretentious assholes, right? Yes,
1: yeah. exactly. And you just put your own <laughs> graphic over top of it. Much like a lot of bands in Vancouver have used that tradition because the band No Exit from Vancouver, the first punk album that ever came out in Vancouver was a rip off of the first Clash album. Oh. It was their photos over top of the first Clash album. Cool. And their faces over top of the Clashes. And you did Damn, the same we, thing we with Poison Idea. <laughs> no, you only waited how many years to do this?
3: That came out in 99. Oh,
1: 99. Okay, so that's old school. But that's cool. So it would, why did you do that? Because it was um, easy?
3: Actually, we left it up to the record label. We said, go do whatever you oh, want. Oh, so you
1: can't even take credit for that? No. And speaking of record label, you McCrackens... Check this out. And exp- can you explain what he's doing right now? He's like
3: a seven-inch record out that looks like a, an egg. Looks like a fried egg.
5: With a yolk in the center.
3: Yes, a yellow yolk with white vinyl.
1: The McCrackens who are playing tomorrow night at the Media Club. for British Columbia, Canada at the Media Club. $5
5: postpaid. How much postpaid? $10. $10 postpaid.
1: And the McCrackens, right now, you're on Wolverine Records? Yeah. That's pretty interesting, isn't it? Sloppy Seconds, The Cheeks, The Garlic Boys, The Garlic Boys. Don't know them. The Garlic Boys yeah. and the they're McCrackens. St- they're pretty stinky I hear. I also saw listed that you're playing Jimmy Jacks tonight. Where's Jimmy, Jimmy Jacks Jack. in Baltimore?
3: Isn't it Jimmy's Jack Shack? Jimmy's Jack Shack.
1: What's that gig all about?
3: <laughs> well, it got canceled.
1: Obviously, we're here. And Phil is on his way back. It's it's an inside joke. (laughs) Okay, I'm laughing hard. At the McCrackens, live here on the Nardwarta Human Survey Radio Show. McCrackens, how many times have you broken up? We never broke up. How many times have you stopped? Mm. We never really stopped. No. Okay, we've we've been on sabbaticals. Okay, so... Can this question be phrased... How would you phrase this question in Spot?
3: Spot spot and Phil left uh, for a couple years around 98... Something like that And Tommy came back In the band For this 7 inch And another album And actually Theo from Gob Played bass So he was the other Phil And they They did one album And then these guys Came back And we continued on So we never busted up Kept putting stuff out
1: How did the McCracken spot Go from hair metal To shredder
5: I don't know Um, We grew up
1: Because you were In Pretty, Pretty Boy Floyd Weren't you
5: How did they go From this
3: 1985, you might know Graham Watson. You played on that. Wow, this That's is amazing. Maybe you
1: could explain to the people what's going on right here.
3: A young Bill McCracken, once known as Todd Stevens, put out a 7 inch in 1985, 15 years old. And uh, Graham Watson from Bomb, Smugglers, Timber Kings, uh, played on it. We were in the, some bands together back in the day in Nanaimo.
1: The Mix from Nanaimo?
3: No, the, Jarrett Swart from The Mix played bass on that too. Wow, this
1: is amazing! I've seen that
3: go on eBay for like $100, so it's pretty rare. And was this the first punk single? That's a gift single? for you, Nardwar. No way! It's for you. Oh,
1: thank you. Is this the first punk single to come out of I Nanaimo, I British Columbia, call Canada? It's
3: called Punk, but it's. Because
1: it was the mix. Uh, the, what other bands the mix had I put released? out the
3: first one, then I, I did that right after them, like so a year later or something.
1: So, Todd, you put out this 7 inch, and it's. I'm the, Bill.
5: Who's Todd?
1: Oh, okay. Sorry, the seven-inch did arrive. This did arrive. This, the producer put this out. The producer put this out. But what about Pretty Boy Floyd? Who was Pretty Boy Floyd? Oh my goodness. <laughs> sealed this is incredible is that for him that's for you oh this is incredible Spot could you please explain so what's going on here he should be able to well his... Bill could you explain to listeners what's going on here because this has to be it's hard to explain through radio what's going on here right now Spot
3: was part of a, a band in the late 80s called Pretty Boy Floyd which is
1: hilarious because it's the Vancouver band Pretty well, Boy when Floyd when you ask
3: him he can tell you
5: all the good stories <laughs> this, is, this
1: is great isn't it Spot? I'll tell you
5: a really funny story
1: well, first off, the name Pretty Boy Floyd, Could you explain to people that don't know oh, oh, Pretty There's Boy two Floyd. Pretty Boy Floyds, right? Yeah,
5: well, we were the first. And then the there was a band from L.A. And then uh, we actually phoned them up after we already had an album out. And long story short, they didn't want to change the name. And we got into a big legal battle with them. And then they got signed to MCA Records. And then I went to Odyssey Imports one day, and I, as I used to go every week. And I opened up Kerrang! Magazine. And then there was a picture of our band but it said floyd signs to mca and it but it was talking about the la band but we had already been in kerrang a couple of times before so they thought it was us and put our picture in there so it was kind of a hilarious irony
1: that actually happened a few times with that band the Datsons who are from Montreal and it was a New Zealand band the Datsons so when the Datsons from Montreal would play a gig sometimes they'd use the New Zealand photo and vice versa so that actually has existed for a little while but you unlike a lot of other bands in Vancouver that have been able to sell their name like for instance the band Buck Cherry the heavy metal band from LA shared a name with Buck Cherry the singer of the band the Modernettes from Vancouver British Columbia Canada and he sued them and said Said you can't be called Buck Cherry unless you give me some money, and then they gave him some money. But you, pretty boy Floyers, you're just lovely Canadians. You never thought about doing no, that. No, you no. Money. No, oh, no, no.
5: <laughs> we got Oh no, sorry. No, we had the name trademarked in Canada, and then but so they couldn't put out an album in Canada. So if you look at the first Karate Kid soundtrack, you'll see PBF, but it's actually the LA band, but because they couldn't use the name Pretty Boy Floyd in Canada, so they had to use initials on the on the Karate Kid soundtrack. I think it's Karate Kid. Three.
1: Oh, that's the best great! <laughs> so you forced the Karate Kid soundtrack yeah, they to change the, the track listing, yeah. or else you would sue. Kind of like Bush from England had to be called Bush, Bush X, X in yeah. Canada because Dominic Triano was the guest. Yeah, it was the same,
5: same. thing. So, uh, anyways, they they had like a you know a lot of money behind them. That like, one guy had a rich uncle or something like that, and then so it was just we can afford to like fight them legally. So we ended up having to basically give up the name
1: but then you guys became tommy floyd right but then you do also some gigs in the uk did not you have some uk hits like weren't you well, well known? no this
5: this album was in top 10 indie charts on in kerrang it, it was uh on the charts for like a, a month in kerrang and we had sold like a whole bunch of records in shades magazine and then we it, it was actually on Bellafon records in germany on cd and the cd goes for like $100, $150 bucks on eBay because it's, I guess, super hard to find.
1: And now you're in the McCrackens. What's the most expensive McCracken collectible? Is it the MXPX split 7-inch because it's Christian rock?
5: Yeah. Well, well, it seems stupid for like a lot of money. Because
1: you did a split 7-inch with MXPX. Did you know they were a Christian band when you were yeah, doing we, a 7-inch? We did a
3: show with them, and they didn't, they didn't like our backstage antics with alcohol. <laughs> They sort of stayed away from that and or was kind it? of offended Cam Lucas. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but they still agreed to do a seven-inch with you, or was that afterwards? That
5: was before, and actually before they met us. The guy that's in the Transmitters, what's his name again? Jeffy. Jeff. Yeah, yeah. He was in a band called the Pirates. Disgustines. Was it? Or Disgust- Disgustines. Yeah, yeah. And they were they were playing that show with us.
1: And now the Transmitters are putting out vinyl, just like you guys. Exactly. Guy, right? So back to Pretty Boy Floyd for a second. The Pretty Boy Floyd. Metal connections, and then we have uh, Todd, the producer of the McCrackens seven inch. How did you guys end up hooking up with Shredder, which is like sort of punk, maximum rock and roll? Well, like
3: Phil said, we just sent out a ton of ton of tapes, and you know we used to go through the Mortem catalog and see, okay, what labels are we going to send to? Shredder was one of them, and I remember looking at the Shredder catalog and they had a little space left for a couple more bands at the bottom of their page, and I said we're going to be the next one, and sure enough, we were. He, we sent out like. First batch of tapes we sent out to over 80 record labels, and then the, I think the next month we got like eight different offers right away.
1: Who did Pretty Boy Floyd? Back to Pretty Boy Floyd. Play with <laughs> who? Did you play with? Did you ever leave Vancouver? Did you play with uh, any of the other metal bands? Buddy
5: Sebastian. Oh yeah, we opened for Skid Row <laughs> at 86th Street. Whoa. And uh, and Sabotage. You got your toque back, right?
1: No, I never did. <laughs> no, That's why I'm wearing this right oh, now.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Who else? Savatage. Hurricane. Do you remember that band? Yeah. I think the singer's in Foreigner now. Yeah, Kelly
1: Hansen. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you so much. Again, oh, yeah. I really appreciate this. Again, to the listeners, the band the McCrackens have brought in a whole bunch of vinyl of their own and also rare vinyl associated with the McCrackens.
5: Did you want to read the
1: top part to the listeners, Nardwaer? This record is dedicated to all our friends, fans, and supporters, without whom we'd probably be in jail. Baboom. <laughs> Pretty boy Floyd, Bullets and Lipstick. Again, this is the Vancouver band, Pretty Boy That's Floyd. Right. And then you had, I had those posers from LA. And then you change your name to Tommy Floyd, and then eventually Grandma Moses. That was a different band. I love that name though, Grandma Moses. That is an awesome, awesome, awesome she name. A, our producer was, she was a sweet in Grandma lady. Moses. And you have brought in a whole bunch of stuff not even associated with yourself. Well, kind of, in a way. Some, some of favorites, your favorites influences. here. And we have a tune here that's going to come up right now. It's the Galaxies. And what can you tell the people about the Galaxies that we're going to kick to well, right now here, McCracken? Well,
3: we've been uh, mistaken for aliens before by our luck, so this song sums that up. The McCrackens' choice, the Galaxies, the up Martian me. About Mimi.
4: Just
6: discovered an important note from space. The Martians plan to throw a dance for all the human race. Papa Mimi, Papa Mimi, Papa Papa Mimi, Papa Mimi, Papa Mimi, Papa 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 Mimi, Papa Papa I'm coming to the sky, i saw the sky, so i
7: I'm
6: the sky, I'm the sky, i the sky, i I'm the, the sky, <laughs>
7: I'm
1: and you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human Show. and we're live here with the mccrackens the mccrackens and mccrackens not only brought in a whole bunch of vinyl well let's just go back again to the utmost statement that we should give here 250 songs released by over 60 record labels as 70 separate CD, EP, LPs, 7 inches, and compilation releases. Lots of stuff released. 250 songs by the McCrackens. And when I say the word utmost, I mean utmost, the ginchiest, I mean the nice novelty-ish. And that right there was an amazing song from the ginch, you know, Mr. Gooch. That sort. Of, what was that song that we just heard right there? It's a classic, isn't it? It's a Martian
3: Hot by the, uh, the uh, Galaxies. And have... In the early 70s.
1: And have the McCrackens ever covered that song at all?
3: No, but we—it's—it's it's slated. What sort of covers have the McCrackens done? Well, we've done a lot. The Warrior, uh, Surrender.
1: Did you do Pointed Sticks too?
3: No, no we, we did, did Modernettes. For- we did Rebel Kind, Forgotten Rebels, Forgotten Rebels. What Brian was the Rebel Adams. Kind
1: cover for?
3: Um, it was for a compilation on um, that that never, our track never made it. Talk dirty to me.
1: Your track never made
3: it? No, it was for uh, Lance Rock's O Canada. CD or something. So did you ever use that song? Is yeah, there, it came out on an oddities kind of. Okay. CD. Yeah.
1: So is there any unreleased McCracken's records out there or there unreleased be, songs? There might be I should like say
3: one or two songs, unreleased. So there are some unreleased stuff. A
5: couple. Not much.
1: uh, I was mentioning earlier how Drop D magazine said about your promotion. You guys going back a long way. You were very good with the promotion, and still are. Like, thank you again for coming out to Nardwuariums Radio Show. You've brought like two CDs here, like totally organized. CD one, CD two, with the songs we can go back and forth. Everything is like totally organized with McCracken. Is that true spot? We're like a corporation. Did you know (laughs) what's the difference between the McCrackens and Pretty Boy Floyd? Uh, Organizational-wise. We're prettier. Okay. They both
5: wore makeup, so that's the same. <laughs> ba um, The
1: organization is pretty cool. Yeah. I'm not sure if you were in a band at this particular time, but I remember when you guys were in Vancouver, say, like 95 or so, Much Music showed an interest in doing an interview oh, yeah, with yeah. you guys. So you yeah. guys created a gig for Much Music TV, and then you brought in a chicken wire. You didn't care if anybody did yeah, be was there. You just the like, like, created a gig. A lot of times a band will go, well, why don't you come to our next gig? but you guys like we'll make a gig well chicken oh, it was, wire
3: it was incredible like all those guys really supported us like jay Myers, terry david mulligan they they were they Dan mulligan
5: was like our, our biggest fan
1: <laughs> i thought that was really interesting though the freedom that they had on canadian much music years ago in a sense that like could you explain to the listeners what jay did and one of those things that i saw on your youtube where jay had a copy of your song and he made a video out of it
3: yeah, Terry David Mulligan was walking down the street with a. They put the CD in a little CD player and they're walking down the street that going where up to people. Stupid is, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Stupid is.
5: And, and
1: it was like three minutes. And Terry yeah, it was yeah. like, like, just walking through Gastown. You would never yeah. get three minutes now no, at all. Like, it was awesome. <laughs> just walk through Gastown with a Walkman with your song on it yeah. and your song
5: playing Because we were supposed to give him a video, but we didn't have a video finished at that time.
1: They were so into you guys, but I still think it was cool that they had the freedom to do that and also that dead. you guys created a gig. It's like, we need to film you guys. Okay, we'll create... Did you create... A- Did anybody come to that gig? It was pretty empty, wasn't it?
3: No, yeah, it was they- all right. We didn't create one. I don't know where you got that. I thought you created no, the gig. was part of Music West. Yeah, that's right, yeah.
1: I thought they wanted to film you and you made a gig. No. You created a gig. That's no. an
5: internet rumor.
1: <laughs> Have you ever... Been bribed by the record labels, McCrackens, and all the records you released. Have you ever been bribed by the record labels <laughs> to go unmasked, like McCrackens unmasked? No. no.
3: They know what they're getting into.
1: Have you ever thought about the unmasked idea? I'm sure you have. You know like, what? We And did. the solo we did. albums We and have
3: done what? We did two shows, two shows in unmasked. Vancouver in 2005, Unmasked. Uh, the, we sold out the pick, but it wasn't the McCrackens.
1: It was the retards?
3: No, it was the McCrackens. The retrades? It wasn't... The <laughs> the retraceables? No, it was... It just... The, you know, the magic wasn't there without this stuff.
1: What's the closest that you've come to not wearing what you wear when you're on stage? And again, could you explain to the listeners who you are and what you look like?
5: Uh, I'm Spot. And you're a dog? And I'm a dog. I wear uh, ears. <laughs> and I have a, a black button nose. And I have a spot on my eye, like... Um, Petey off of the little rascals and i'm are you finished i think so
3: (laughs) and i'm bill and i'm a hard boiled egg and i have an egg head and white face with x's for the eyes and a charlie brown mouth (laughs) (laughs) and and i look like a dead clown
1: (laughs) and we're missing right now
3: phil and he's he looks the same as me We're he's my twin brother
1: and you have the makeup, or maybe you don't have the makeup, but there is some makeup. How good at makeup have you got over the years? What appreciation do you have of the band Kiss after all these years of putting up makeup? Because you guys right. probably did a DIY Kiss for at least makeup putting on, right? Yeah. How good are you at the makeup? Oh, yeah, pretty good. Pretty damn,
3: good. Yeah. Pretty damn good. What
1: sort of reactions have you had from the makeup? Not just from the audience, well, but like well, rash, you know what I mean? Like well, after years and years of makeup, what do we use in case people want to do a masked band? What do we use for oh, skin care? Yes. A vino. Estee lauder. <laughs> and how quickly can you do it? Do you do it yourself? What are the yeah, tricks?
5: 20 minutes, maybe? Yeah. Are there any tips for that? No. When we were driving here, so, when we were stopped at the lights, someone said, are you going to a parade? <laughs> and we just went, yes. And I also gave a bus driver the finger. How about, cut us pe- off. how
1: about people not believing you? <laughs> like people not believing you to the McCrackens, because in soundcheck you wear like scarves, don't you, to so like obscure the face? We look like Afghan warriors. But yeah, when a... you show up at the gig, it's a lot different. Has anybody said you're not the McCrackens, or what the hell are you guys doing here? Actually, we the McCrackens doing the soundcheck, not the boring scarves. There, is, there scars. is
3: another McCrackens playing that show in Baltimore tonight.
1: There is. Yeah, you are like we license were, out we license banned. out, just like Manor Astraman did that as well. <laughs> I'd forgot that you were on Demo Vision too. That's why I saw you wearing the scarves over the face. Demo Vision, which was doing a great television like a show here Another in cover. Van- in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Another cover. Maybe you weren't doing. It, it was sound check. Maybe it's that was. Ca- yeah, was. Yeah, it was sound check. On the evening of July twenty sixth, two thousand and eight, G. Riotard said that, and I thought that was really interesting. Again, that he mentioned to me about the McCrackens, how he came across you guys. But now it became totally obvious that you were in M- Max Rock and Roll and Flipside for like several years straight with all the releases that were coming out for the touring that you did. You guys were on a Primavera 96 sampler. Primavera 96. Primavera is now huge, isn't it? I, are they, or was it uh, always huge? I don't know. That's a distributor in Spain. It's like a festival now. They have oh, Primavera Festival. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like you were there when it was. <laughs> I thought like... you were talking about a pasta. <laughs> no, no, it's the actual <laughs> festival. That's what I was going to say. But you played Gruta 77 in Madrid? What yeah, was that like? That's yeah. a cool
3: place. Yeah, we've, we've, done the, we've got our fourth European tour coming up this fall. And we played a lot of cool places in the. Yeah, Gruda was awesome, and it's the Live in Madrid album we recorded at El Sol, Club El Sol, that was great too.
1: We have another phone caller here. Again, I did not give out the phone number, so <laughs> we always wonder what's going to happen when you turn on. Hello, are you there, caller? Hello. Hello, caller, are you there? Radio. Hello, caller, are you there? Radio. Hello, caller, are you there? Oh, uh, welcome to my
4: my God! Welcome to my to my God! Welcome to my God! to my to my, to my, <laughs>
1: That's to awesome. my ah! I prefer them A caller earlier on in the show. Oh! Well, feel free to phone in to the Nardwar the Human Serviette radio show. What BBC show were you guys on, McCracken's? Because you were on a BBC show, we're weren't a you? A few
3: different BBC programs. You did
1: like a session. What was that we for? We did a bunch of them. What for, show do you remember?
3: It was for well, we did one for GLR Radio in London, which wasn't really BBC, but we did BBC Wales and a couple British, of different ones. British we did bro- Live. What was that? British
5: Forces Broadcasting.
3: British Forces in Paddington and yeah we did a bunch John you, know, you said John Peele, right? yeah that yeah. first that first tour we did a bunch of them yeah
1: when people are in Europe and they're listening to music and then they think of Vancouver what did I think of because you guys have done a few European tours haven't they yeah. what did I know about Canadian music like from Vancouver
3: uh, a lot of people mentioned well in the punk scene SNFU that's a real big one and uh
1: and how about you guys? Did they mention you and SNFU in the same breath? Like, did they think that you do gigs with SNFU? And have you ever played with SNFU? No. I, actually, I have.
5: Yeah, in the retreads. We, we opened for SNFU at the Cobalt at uh, one of their reunion shows back in, what, 94, I think?
1: So what do they know about Vancouver music? What have they said to you on well, the tours you've been
3: Spain, there? In they, Spain, they say bum, which is, that's one of the uh, reasons I put the MacRagans together, is bum.
1: The Rock and Roll Band Bum from the Naimo. And again, thank you very much for that seven inch there. Let's see if we can just turn it on here for a (laughs) second here. Uh, Let's see what we're going to have. I have no idea what's going to happen here, if anything will come out. Let's see. Hearing there right now, could you please say, Bill? What is this? That's uh, our producer. He put out a record in
3: '85 uh, under the name Todd Stevens, and it was uh, self-released. And Jarrett from The Mix, a great mod band from Nanaimo, played bass on it. And graeme Watson from Bum, uh, Smugglers. I think he's in Budokan now, which those guys, I really like those guys a great drummer
1: and thank you so much for bringing it in and giving it to me Nardwar the Human Serviette I really appreciate that and thank you Spot also for the Pretty Boy Floyd maybe we can just open the Pretty Boy Floyd just really <laughs> crack crack right. open. now notice how I'm op- can you explain to the people how am I opening this record
3: he's rubbing
5: it on his crotch you
1: <laughs> know I'm rubbing it on my leg because that's how you open it's shrink sealed it <laughs> right, looks you? like
5: you're rubbing it on your some, unit there's something you need to know about that album what, what, Nardar? What, what, is, what do I need there's to know there's actually hidden messages you can't really see it on this one on the original six song EP there was hidden messages in the smoke on the background. Was
1: it etched in?
5: No, it was airbrushed in. Oh yeah. I don't think you can see it on this side.
1: And these, I'm just putting on the turntable right now. These are gifts. I just thought I would play it right now. These are the turntable broken? No. Okay, here we go. This is pretty boy Floyd you from know which, you know which one spot? From Vancouver. Oh, listen to that. Oh nice. Okay. Show.
4: Welcome to the show.
1: This is a good tune. Welcome to the show.
5: You may want to read this, Nardwar. Hey, that could be your new theme song, Nardwar.
1: The Nardwar to Human Surveyor Radio Show. This is really...
5: Read, read the lyrics to your listeners. Maybe right you there. want to read the lyrics. Okay, it says...
1: We should play one of your songs, too, probably. Can you hear me? Yeah.
5: Okay, it says, The girls all look so sweet. Especially in the front row, the kind I like to eat are underage snacks to go. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'm <laughs> glad that you read that and not me. And that's. Pretty and we, we have to say I did not write, write it, and, and I didn't write it. So okay, I just Just, just the to drums. clarify to the people out there, you're the McCracken's, and we are playing some of your past bands that you've been in, because not only past do you. Past, meaning a
3: long, long a long, long time. Many but not moons al, ago. Not only do
1: you have a lot of vinyl from the McCracken's, I failed to recognize all the vinyl you had from everything else. And I really appreciate and So you brought in a Pretty Boy Floyd, and then your producer's 7 Inch, Todd's, that we played a little while back there from the 9. An inspiration for the band Bum Because Bum got inspired by the mix Of course from the Nine. Or well, at least Graham from the Bum joined it But right now we're going to play one of your songs right here It's the song Candy What can you tell the people about the song Candy Right now we Go have ahead. here by The McCrackens Go
5: ahead young spot it, It's uh, a song off our new album uh, yeah, it ain't over easy. And it's uh, uh, going to be a video, probably, we're hoping in about three weeks. We already, Candy buy we already, the sh- Ma- already shot the video. Candy
1: by the McCracken.
4: Candy, oh candy It Because me much to pay Here we go You know I like to start my day With a fucking ban on Milky Way, uh-huh Call a doctor real quick I've had you much, I'm feeling huh we <laughs> we uh-huh.
1: And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. And we're winding up here with Dumma Krakens from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And we just heard brand new from the... McCrackens? McCrackens. What did we hear, McCrackens? We heard a song called Candy. And the McCrackens are live here on the Nardwater Human Serviette Radio Show. Crackin' one open for the listeners. McCrackens, you've done many gigs. And Phil mentioned this a while back. The Hen Hut. What was the Hen Hut? Did you actually do gigs at the Hen Hut? Nope. You know, I only saw you once when you played live on CITR radio in 1995. But what was the Hen Hut? Was that really a place we did gigs?
3: No, it was our headquarters. Studio, Whatever
1: have you Co- played have you played with other masked Club. bands?
3: you know I'm, we put out more records than we play live, so. Masked
1: bands? Have you played with other masked bands? Because oh, I know that's... Rocktober Magazine, you contributed something to a yeah. Rocktober Magazine. Jake Austin. Jake Austin, Rocktober Magazine, an amazing fanzine. Yeah. And also Jake's on a band, The Goblins. And we and were they're... on a flexi. And you were on a flexi disc yeah. with The Goblins.
3: Beating evil vegetarians.
1: Have you played with many other masked bands?
5: Never. No, I don't think so.
1: Like you've never been booked, like promoters haven't booked you with any <laughs> other masked bands never. at all? Never. No. Not at all? No. no. Who do you ever got booked with when you've been on these tours? Because you mentioned you've done a few European tours and stuff. And USA tours and stuff like that.
3: Um, Radio days. Just wherever the local bands are. Yeah. It's-
1: when you think of the legacy of the McCrackens, what will that be? The legacy of the McCrackens. History will vindicate. A million us. songs and a million records. <laughs> and again, let's just re clarify again. Fun. The McCrackens, 250 songs you've released, over 60 different record labels, as 70 separate CD, EP, LP, 7 inch, and flexi disc compilations. But your legacy, what I think you might be remembered by, a lot of people think about the internet these days. You're more most viewed thing on YouTube is a Molson Canadian commercial <laughs> with 2,321 views, and it's not even music of the McCrackens. Could you explain about this? The legacy of the McCrackens, like you have all this vinyl everywhere, out everywhere.
5: It's probably legacy is probably that commercial, <laughs> Molson Canadian, and
1: that was an ad. How Molson you-
5: Canadian, and how did you get it? Molson Canadian, and
1: I can't see that because I don't have my glasses Molson on. Molson Canadian, and. I'll stick to beer. <laughs> Baboom. How did you get in that Molson Canadian commercial?
3: Um, it was, I think, in, me and Phil were down there promoting the band for me, one of the music Wests. And we were just walking around downtown, and and uh, they were shooting a Molson commercial, and they asked us if we wanted to be in it. And they had us run across the street a few times, and that was it. And we got checks for $1,000 a month
1: later. Are you going to do any USA tours? Because you did a no. tour a few years ago, and you had that terrible car crash. That looked car, awesome. Had a car that crash. was about... And you didn't make it to CBGBs, years. so you'll never make it to CBGBs now. You're no, on your way to CBGBs. Won't. A Canadian band on the way to CBGBs yeah. and in a Colorado crash.
3: Yeah. And it's all summed up in our song, Colorado Van Crash.
1: And Andrew Cairns.
3: You know him? AC. He's still
1: doing layout for you guys. He's playing his guitar-, guitar with us, yeah. us Who's night? been part of the McCracken's team all these years? It's been around to help you all these years. Because you've had a team like Andrew's done a lot of your layout. Yeah. Who's that? Who does a lot yeah, of your art? He's
5: playing guitar tomorrow night with us. Yeah, we're at first, first time
3: tomorrow night with a second
5: guitar
1: player. First time ever. Who's done a lot of your art over the years for the McCracken's? Uh, John Calhoun. John
5: Calhoun. He's a
3: friend of ours. Um, A guy in France. Uh, DJ Criminal. He just did three of
5: our cartoon covers recently. And uh, Billy Daniluk, Phil's brother.
1: Pollyanna. What happened to her? She's a straight-edge punker. Pollyanna. That's one of your songs. What happened to Pollyanna? Who was she?
3: In in the video? In real life?
1: In real life. well oh, this wedding, is there a real poly- straight-edger? Because straight-edge was, edge was it, big was, in Vancouver she, at that time, right? She was married <laughs>
3: to uh, Jeffy Genetic,
5: or still might be. And I think Theo's girlfriend at one time, too. Yeah, yeah. Jeffy Genetic from
1: the Transmitters and I Theo from him. the band Gob. And did you ever, McCracken's, lastly, you're winding up, did you ever turn anybody down ever? Like, if anybody ask you to a song and say, no, I'm not going to give a song, because you've no. given, If you ever no, turn like anybody so. down? No. No. How about the accounting from all the different record labels you've been on? Do you get a lot of accounting from all the different record labels you've been on <laughs> over the years? What has been the best record label you think you've been on over the years? Uh,
3: Shredder. Shredder, yeah. And probably the new Wolverine. Wolverine's, Wolverine. Wolverine yeah. has over 200-something, been
1: around almost over 20 years so who has covered you guys who has covered the has anybody done mccracken's covers that you haven't authorized i eat it oh wow somebody's covering the yeah, Not uh, yet. Yeah, not yet
5: yeah not that we know because people have covered we, we've your songs, songs as- we've heard songs that like sound very similar to like songs that we've that we've recorded
3: on the, oh no is it on this yeah this we did a split with a band from the states um late last year and they did a cover of our song colorado van crash so that's the first recorded song we know of
5: that someone's cover. And you were talking about covers, hardware. That's another cover, there. Beautiful Sunday.
1: I think it's so awesome that there's so many releases, and you've brought them all in here to the Nardvary to Human Survey at Radio Show. If people want the discography, where can they check that out? Is it only on MySpace? Probably
3: Wikipedia. I think. Wikipedia? Yeah, Wikipedia's got it on there. It's got the whole thing. I...
1: Wikipedia, the McCrackens, <laughs> and you will see the impressive discography. Probably the most prolific Northwest band ever, we right? Ain't,
3: we ain't lying. I'm
1: saying Northwest. You like that, throwing in Northwest, not just Vancouver, Seattle,
3: but- the Northeast West sector, Portland. the Northern BC sector. Southern...
1: Weed, California. (laughs) And tomorrow night at the Media Club in Vancouver. Your last gig in Vancouver was when? 2005 at the pick. And you were kind of unmasked. And when the next gig will be, who knows? So it's tomorrow night at the Media Club.
5: With with
1: Carpenter... Acres of Lions. Acres of Lions
5: National Affair.
1: And what time are you guys on?
5: I think we're on around 10, 30, 11. Yeah, ten thirty eleven, somewhere around there.
1: And you'll have all this stuff for sale here. This we'll giant uh, cash. Some <laughs>
5: stuff. Some. <laughs> <laughs> there's too much to bring.
1: <laughs> Lastly, McCracken... Lastly, McCrackens wanted to end with a song that you can identify with. The Trash Can Darlings. What were you saying, Spot, about the Trash Can Darlings we're going to end an Ardwater Human Serviette radio show uh, with?
5: I, I, uh, there's a, a bulletin board that I, I post on... I think it's gone now, but uh, there's a, a guy that was in a band called the Trash Can Darlings and a uh, really cool sort of glam, sort of glam punk band. And uh, anyways, became from sort where? of... Good, from From uh, Norway, Oslo, Norway. And uh, became uh, friends with him. And then he, uh, we were doing the European tour and then he... Ended up getting us uh, a gig in Oslo at uh, the famous Elm Street Cafe, which a lot of uh, bands play at. All the death metal All guys. All the death metal guys
3: uh, Yeah, the black metal bands, that's their, their hangout.
5: Yeah, so he, he got us a gig, you know, got a bunch of, bunch of people down there. It was an awesome show. They treated us like gold and the power of the Internet. Pays off. Did did
1: anybody think you were death metal? Because you have face paint. And they have a lot of face (laughs) paint, too, right? We've got
5: corpse makeup.
1: (laughs) Did you get any reaction from that, though? You know, playing in a death metal club. uh, Well,
3: it was was probably... they see that every day, probably. so <laughs> yeah, it's commonplace.
1: <laughs> Baboom! The McCrackens. Please check them out on Wikipedia. I love saying that. Don't check them out <laughs> on MySpace. Wikipedia, because the discography is incredible. And thank you so much for coming into the Nerdware Thanks, Human Security I really appreciate this. The Pretty Boy Floyd from Vancouver, <laughs> also on Wikipedia. LP, and also your producer, Todd, 7-Inch Rare. A killed-by-death-almost-type release. Almost, probably yeah. over $100 for, what, this is on eBay? Uh, this yeah, LP is you, like you hundred dollars. Get- on eBay.
3: So if you need some spare cash.
1: the tra- No, I won't. That's going to be close <laughs> to my heart. The tra- I love that song. I love that song. Welcome to the show. That's a great one. The Trash Can Darlings, Peggy Sue, is dead, as chosen by the McCrackens on the Nardwar the Human Serviette radio show. Well, thanks so much, McCrackens. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? We love you. See you tomorrow night all right McCrackens keep on rocking in the free world and do do loot do
2: I read it in the papers I heard it on the radio Touching it forever But she didn't make it through somehow But now everything is fighting The world's turned black on me Never even matter And baby I'm so sorry And now, now I'm not in my big way Embraced by tears and glue